This episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. It certainly is because eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. If you're somebody like me who cannot cook to save their little lives, it's a game changer. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in, wait for it, just two minutes. Plus, you'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You can pick from two minute meals where you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. With pancakes, smoothies, and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And Factor Meals are ready to heat and eat. They're ready. There's no prepping. There's no cooking. There's no chopping up veggies. None of that stuff. If you're like me and you're busy, whack on a podcast, whack these in, and they're ready to go. Nothing for you to do. No cleanup either. And the great thing is it's flexible for your schedule. So you can get as much or as little as you need when choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime if anything changes. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. So sign up and save. Factor is less expensive than takeaway and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash TWTW50 and use code TWTW50 to get 50% off. That's code TWTW50 at factormeals.com slash TWTW50 to get 50% off. Hello, I'm Grongy Maguire and this is Chantelle Fiducian and Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the, the way, way they were. Hello, Chantel. Hi, Grania. <laughs> I, I, I said that in such a creepy way. You really did. I was like, Halloween's over, babes. Give me a chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. I, I feel like I said that like, you, you finally made it to the castle and you opened up the door. <laughs> it did. It's like the final scene in a video game. <laughs> I got that. I beat the big boss. And at the end, I get to meet Gronya. <laughs> how, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing real. I mean, we're keeping, it, we're keeping it in. We're keeping it like that. That's the, yeah. that's, the, that's the opening this week. I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm very excited because apparently a pal of the podcast... <gasps> Lil Lassie called Cher has got herself a boyfriend. Patron saint of the podcast, Cher, is she's coupled up. She's cuffed. It's oh. cuffing season, as you know. You know what cuffing season is, don't you, Grind? It's all the kids call it cuffing season. Are you aware of this? 
I'm not totally chooky. Of course I am. You were just you were just asking us for some phrases for, that the young and kids might know. Cuffing season is this time of year when it's getting cold outside. The nights are drawing in and you don't want to be necessarily going out on a single night out trying to find someone. You want to stay in and get cozy. So you want to get cuffed up with someone. You want to get in a relationship at least oh. until next summer. So it's cuffing season and Cher knows that. And she's coupled up with, um, with what's his name? Alexander Ed- Alexander Edwards. So tell me about this young gentleman. Is he good enough for our little Sher? In a word, no. <laughs> he is not. I mean, frankly, I would say that to pretty much anyone. No one's really good enough for Cher, let's be honest. No one human, at least. But he hasn't got a particularly great track record. Um, his most notable relationship that I think most people will know of is with Amber Rose. Big fan of Amber Rose here. And um, they share a child together and he cheated on her several times and also kind of made it clear, like, he was very honest about it. I will give him that. And he basically said, I can't be monogamous, essentially, if I'm in a relationship there's no real way I'm going to stick with one woman and Amber just couldn't live like that. So fair enough, she moved on. He does seem, I will say, when I've heard him interviewed, he seems like quite a nice guy. But just in terms of a boyfriend material, he doesn't seem top notch. That said, perhaps Cher just wants a laugh. Bit of fun. Perhaps she just wants a hard body next to her on a bed. You know what I mean? In which case, I think Cher probably knows what she's doing. So she might be like, don't worry about it, baby. Cheat me all you want. You know, she might be totally cool with it. I think you're missing out the real winner in this scenario. Somewhere in this world right now, there is a child with Amber Rose as their mother. Yeah. And sure, as their future stepmother. But Yeah, I mean, that is a hell of a world to be living in. <laughs> you're right. That child is incredibly lucky. <laughs> what do you think about asking our guests for uh, their, their ideas for her partner being that she presently has one well let's see how it goes we always have judy dench in her back pocket she's still single so we can always sort out her love life i think what we've been doing is we've been putting the idea of sure shouldn't be single into the universe Mm -hmm. and the universe has picked up our messages and now she's got a boyfriend so i think we're more powerful than we realize i think you're right and if we keep going we might get her with stanley tucci which seems to be the number one response forget about finding italy find sure stanley that's what i'm saying (laughs) well speaking of sweethearts uh we've got one as our guest this week, she is just incredible. She is a bloody stand-up legend, incredible comedy writer, and a brilliant actress. It is the fantastic Sarah Kendall. The, the way, way they, they were. were. The incredible Sarah Kendall. Thank you so much for being Hello. on our podcast. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. And um, thanks for putting up with my, my incredible technical aptitude uh, with the it microphone. Was- Thank you. It was fun to watch. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we love the chase. We love the chase. I know. And we all thought she can't do this. I was losing confidence. You were losing confidence. And then I just sailed in and I made it work. So <laughs> Great yeah. stuff. We're a very romantic podcast. We're about love. Yes. We love yes. love. Are you a romantic? Do you consider yourself a romantic person? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, chronically so. Uh, I love love more than love. if if you know what I mean like the loving of love for me is the act is the exciting bit I think anyone who watches films the whole thing just becomes 
everything is filmic in my head. So I, I can't sort of detach a moment for, oh, God, this is so filmic. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yes, I, I would definitely regard myself as, as, as a hopeless romantic old even Oh, so. good. We get so many guests. I'm not romantic at all, actually. It's fun to have no. a nice proper romantic. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. I like it. And it's also, I think it doesn't actually line up with the person I am in reality. I, I think most of my friends would absolutely go, no, no, no she, she's not. I feel like that might actually be a slightly surprising aspect of my personality. Look at me trying to sell how surprising I am. <laughs> Do you find that means that when you're with, in a relationship, the, your partner doesn't often realize that actually you'd quite like the soppy romantic stuff and they think, oh, Sarah's too cool for that, but deep down you love all that shit? No, I think I'm sailing. I think I'm far too high on the whole thing and there has to be the equal and opposite reaction. Like I think I'm a junk. I think I'm a junkie, which is part of why I've chosen the person that I've chosen. Oh, oh excited. Well, okay. With that intro, uh, mm. I can reveal. <laughs> so once again, Chantel doesn't know who the couple is, but I have provided some clues. So I can tell you, Chantel, they got together in the glorious year that was... 2001. Oh, okay. what a year. What a year, guys. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Let's set the scene. The Eden Project opens in Cornwall. Tony Blair is elected for a second term and Billie Eilish is born. Sarah Kendall turns seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying all these elements, all these events influence the couple getting together but again mm. we don't know that they didn't we don't know they didn't mm. we don't know mm. they didn't yes this couple well what can i say we all wanted to be a guest at their wedding these two were crazy with a z in love but beyonce and jay-z <laughs> Oh, you don't know what? me at all. I was like, oh. they got together way before 2001. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Oh, Christopher Guest and Liza Minnelli, the Yay! guest. Sorry, it took me a while, of course. Cool. I mean, Sorry. Great, 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 great. Wait, is it? Wait, no, it's not. Is it Christopher Guest? No. It's David not Christopher Guest. David Guest. Christopher Guest is a comedian. It's <laughs> a comedian. Yeah. If, him, if him and Jamie Lee ever split, why not? Go with Liza. <laughs> <laughs> David Guest, David, David Guest, Guest. Liza Minnelli. That's we him. got there. But I like how you all clapped when I said Christopher. Everyone, everyone was just going with it. Did you say Christopher? <laughs> I said Christopher Guest. Oh, oh wow. We so all just went cool. I'm so swept up in the moment. Yet again, I'm completely swept up in the moment. Oh, what an amazing couple of choices. This is so ex I'm so, so, so happy. I've been on Google all day. Like, I have just, I, I fell into a hole that I couldn't climb out of. I was, oh. and it was all meant to be, oh, you know, I should just refresh my memory. And uh, God, I ended up, I ended up looking at pictures of Liza Minnelli falling out of Studio 54 with Burt Reynolds. I was yeah. like, oh, oh, they did movies together. Like, it's just a, a trip into my unconscious mind. It was incredible. I, it. Mm. I mean, that is a wormhole. I, if I fall down, I never want to be rescued from. No. That's not no. kidding ourselves. No. So what was it? When we asked you to be on this podcast, what was it about David and Liza together and then falling apart? What was it that, what, what is it about that you find so interesting? I love Liza Minnelli so much. I mean, if I'll be, you know, she's the one that I've sided with in all of this, but I love her so much and I'm such a fan of hers and I can talk about her all day anyway, but this incredible failure of a relationship is just so on brand mm. i think that's what i love that's what i i love about her i love that they gave it a go and i also had this really vivid memory of walking past a um a news agents 
and it, it, when the wedding took place and it was Liza, David Guest, Michael Jackson and yeah. Liz Taylor. Liz Taylor, yep. It's, for me, it's like one of the most iconic wedding photos. It's, it's just such a hot mess. It's and incredible. everyone looks mad. Like yep. they all, their faces are not human faces anymore. They do. <laughs> and it's her fourth husband and it's never going to work. And everyone's like, oh, she's marrying another gay guy. And there was already all these problems with Michael Jackson. The whole thing, I just, I, like, as you say, I can't climb out of it. I, yeah. I could, I could, it's, it's PhD worthy. Somehow in that picture, all four of them had the exact same colour hair and the exact same colour yeah. skin. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And the same surgeon. Everyone had the same yeah, surgeon. Yeah, so oh. It looked a bit like, you know, what the, you, there's this technology where you can get like a computer to make a dolphin skateboarding. Yes. Mm. yes. And it's like uncanny, but it's real, but it's not real. It's like that's what all their yeah. four faces are. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like you've said to AI, human wedding. <laughs> And AI, AI well, yeah. built human wedding. And you're like, what? It's kind of, what is that? Yeah. Those it's... four faces, that's my Mount Rushmore, is that yeah. those four faces. And in a way, you're quite right. That is the uh, the American 20th century of fame. I yeah. think everything that you need to know about the 20th century and the film industry and fame is all there. It's all there in that photograph. I think they should have stopped weddings after that wedding. Yeah, it it was. You shouldn't have been allowed. Who the next person to have a wedding after that wedding should have been like, what is the point? But first of all, before we even get to this crazy couple meeting, we have to find out. Well, what chance did they have in the first place? Oh, but is there some sort of machine that can calculate that? Yes, there is. Uh, yes, there is. It's called the astrology system. Oh, yes, the science of astrology. Go <laughs> the, on. The science of the science. sun and the stars. That is such an Aries thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you, Liza with a Z, yeah. she is born March 12th. She's a Pisces. Oh, isn't okay. she just, though? Oh. Isn't she just classic Piscean? David Guest, 11th mm. of May. A Taurus, baby. Taurus. He's a Taurus. The Taurus and the fish united. The bull right. and the fish. Yes. It all makes sense. Yes. Another Taurus. Go on. So yeah. you're your Taurus, aren't you? Yes, I'm May 9th. He's super close. So this is also going to let you, you're going to find out how suitable you are. Mm. If you should you get married to Liza Minnelli as well. <laughs> yeah. And there's time. There's, there's, there's time. time. There is always time. I saw her at the Oscars. There's time. There's time. <laughs> she ain't going nowhere, kids. <laughs> so, Sarah, according to the stars above that govern yeah. us all, yes. what percentage chance does mm. this relationship have? What do you think? Based on the Piscean and the Taurus. So the Taurus, I've been in a relationship with a Taurus. I know I know that I know what you're dealing with there. And I've watched a lot of Liza's films. So I'm getting I'm feeling like we're in the 70 percentile band. My son Ooh. is is a Piscean, so I think, yeah, if I if I put my son in a relationship <laughs> with one of my exes, I'd give them about 70%. <laughs> 70 percent okay 70 percent interesting Chantal. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go low just to make this more interesting let's keep it interesting so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go super i'm gonna go like 15 percent just for shits and gigs okay well so according to their astrological charts this relationship is based on love and full of it while it lasts they both crave mm. romance and beauty in their lives and will mm. do 
anything that is needed to keep the beauty going between them. Well, that's for sure. Taurus, Davish, will give their Pisces, Liza, a chance to connect to the real world, showing them how to ground their creativity, while Pisces, Liza, will lift up Taurus, David, and make them a little bit softer and more flexible. Yes, Ooh. yes, yes. Is this ringing true? If they savour their trust and nurture the beauty of love they share, their relationship can last and be as inspiring as a dream coming true. It was a dream come true for 16 months. I think we can <laughs> all like we can all agree a high on percentage that. percentage come in. I think it's going to be a good one. 88%. So. Wow. It's meant to be. It's meant oh, to be. The science of astrology once again. <laughs> I'm starting Always to right. my cat now. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. That's incredible. Based on what I've been reading today, I don't think you could have least described their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? Well, you know, he, they did, they worked together in a very creative way while they were together. It wasn't a very long time, but maybe certain yes. aspects of that were true just for a short period of time. For a short amount yes, of time. Yes, there was a huge amount of litigation following them yeah. working together, but they that's did That's the real passion came. That's, that's passion, yeah. The beauty that, of divorce. That yeah. 10 million lawsuit, that Ooh. was, that's, that's the passion. That's, that's an art the passion. Form. Yeah. Well, so let's do a little deep dive into their relationship background. So, yeah. I mean, Liza's back. <laughs> oh, God, Grania. Oh, my He's going to whip out a 15-volume tome by the Liza Minnelli is. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Just basically, there's a film called Judy. Maybe if you want to stop the podcast. <laughs> That'll give you one aspect of it. <laughs> I mean, for the like, first, like, 12 years of her life. So, you know, you have to think about coming into this relationship. You know, she is the daughter of Judy Garland and Vincent Minnelli. Mm -hmm. She is Hollywood royalty. Like, forget Kate Hudson. Yeah, it doesn't get any higher than that. It does not get any higher than that. Just to say, I never forget Kate Hudson. (laughs) Watch yourself, all right? We've all bought the gym gear. How are we going to forget? Thank you. (laughs) Liza Minnelli is the only Oscar winner whose parents both are Oscar winners. That's a fun little pub quiz fact to know, guys. Keep that one in your trap. Yeah, I'm already fishing around my head going, that can't be possible. (laughs) Same here. I'm going to prove Grant you're wrong. I'm like, Angelina Jolie, John Voight. No, that's a blank. No. (laughs) Damn her mother not being an actress. Right, go on. So her parents obviously got divorced. Her dad, Vincent, like he did marry again and have other children, but he's sort of like a homosexual man then her mother obviously had a lot of like substance issues she got remarried again several times she's got she had to work to support herself from a very young age she had a rocky start in life and maybe not a lot of like like clear role models of how a healthy relationship would work Mm -hmm. i agree a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah (laughs) Yeah, I've never heard it put like that, but now you say it, yeah. It's fucked up, yeah. I mean, she used to, like, her and and Judy, they would stay in hotels and then they wouldn't be able to pay. So they'd have to 
put all their clothes on and then Judy used to threaten to jump out the window when she couldn't pay her bills and be like, you don't want this hotel to be the hotel that Dorothy dies in. That's incredible. Honestly, you never have to pay for a hotel again. She's right. (laughs) Why haven't I thought of that? Every time I've been in a hotel with my kids, I've been paying like a chump. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Use it. The Judy rule. I'm into it. (laughs) I had no idea that her mother went that broke. I didn't know it got that bad. She, I mean, first of all, like artists from that period, like they weren't, they're idiots. Like Judy and the Garland. they signed were so exploitative oh God. Mm. Judy was on speed all the time. She's not going to be yeah. looking through the fine print. She really no, that's wasn't. true. But so also we, a lot of those stars back then, we, now we go, oh, you're bipolar or, oh, you're having a manic episode. Whereas back then they were just like, ah, I just need to drink and I'll be fine. Yeah. I, I think the poor buggers, they really were all self-medicating and they didn't have the language for it. Oh, look at me, or getting all sensitive. Like I remember, you know, reading a thing about when Frank Sinatra and Ava Gardner broke up and how mad they were. They were, like, they both did seem to have what appears to be, you know, bipolar disorder. Um, but they yeah. they were just like, we're just passionate. <laughs> we're crazy um, into each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I feel quite blessed that we actually have labels and names for this stuff now. Uh... I think- they help. used to just say, it would just be like, oh, Judy's got extra moxie today. <laughs> <laughs> so poor Liza, she's obviously going to, it's, she's going to, it's going to be hard for her to have, you know, sort of what we would consider like a healthy relationship. What does that even mean anyway? So she had other, she had plenty of boyfriends, people she's dated. She's dated loads of like sons of famous people. That seems to be a, a, a real Desi, okay. Arne- Desi Arnaz Jr. Desi. She she dated, and there was a big age gap there at the time, uh, Lucille Ball's son. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that feels very tricky about Liza Minnelli is that I feel like her energy is, it's like crack cocaine to gay men, but it, does, it, does, it doesn't feel like it's a straight energy for straight men. That's kind no, of what right, I imagine yeah. is the dating conundrum for yeah, very uh, much Liza so. Minnelli is that, that's just something that's so queer about her whole... She's so just very any... camp. She's just naturally incredibly camp. And straight men don't really go for that. And she's never really done like a sexual... I mean, I know there's camp... I don't want to get too deep into this, but she's mm. never come across as a real like... You could say Cher's quite camp, but Cher's at least been like quite sexual throughout her right, career, you know? Right. So that, that, where yeah. I don't feel like Liza ever really did that somehow. I mean, even Cabaret's so not sexy in it, you know what I mean? She never really, she never put her sexuality forward, it doesn't feel like. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. It's the same, like, even Kylie Minogue is a queer yeah. icon, but straight but men, super- oh, men yeah. want to sleep with her too. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. But there was something about Liza that you go, I can't see a straight guy getting and I don't know what that is I I can't I haven't thought about this deeply enough to identify what that is but I imagine that would be the hugest problem with being Liza Minnelli and dating it explains a lot of her husbands yeah Yeah. I mean that's quite a strike rate yeah Yeah. so she dated Desi Arnaz she dated Rock Brinner son of Yul Brinner oh yeah I bet he was handsome Really? She dated Peter Sellers for a little bit, Martin Scorsese Ooh. for a bit. Yes. Oh, that's fun. Tick. Well, this is one of my favourite quotes, uh, and it's the gayest sentence ever, and I just love it. <laughs> Andy Warhol, in a 1978 diary entry, recalled Minnelli arriving at Halston's house mm-hmm. and imploring the host to <laughs> give me every drug you've got. Oh, God, I want to be at that 
fucking party? Why am I here in my bedroom in 2022? Uh, Andy Warhol, Holston and Manelli. Give me every drink you got. You know, when people talk about time travelling and going back and killing Hitler and stuff, I would time travel to that. That is my level of social responsibility. I would time travel to that party and join in. That is your Hitler baby. (laughs) (laughs) What an incredible party. That's the other thing. As soon as you delve into Liza Minnelli, you suddenly, it's like Bianca Jagger on a white horse in a nightclub. Yeah, they're all connected. Truman Capote standing there laughing it up with, you're like, what? How did you all end up in the same room with a horse? I know. And it's all people that you kind of forget were alive at the same time. Yeah, 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 the (laughs) crossover. Like, Tennessee Williams was there? He was alive then. It's all these people. You're like, what? I can't believe they all existed together. Yeah, and also people on the sort of shabby downswing. Like, you know, Liz Taylor was starting to look a bit rough. But, you know, she would be there with, like... Gina Rowland's be hanging around somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's incredible. Incredible scene. And then, like, RuPaul Charles will be there. Oh, yeah, young RuPaul. A young and RuPaul. And then you'll be, be like, there. oh, yeah. He was, he was there in the 70s. Yeah, oh, he's old enough to have been there. Yeah, they all, yeah. They're all connected. Yeah, and Grace Jones. Surprised, like, oh, like, definitely. She's sort of there somewhere in the, the mix. It is it is like just going to bed eating too much cheese and going, just dream about some celebrities yeah. in a room. And your brain would come up with Studio 54. Well, so these are the people she's dated, but uh, let's have a look at the marriages that she entered into before she met our hero. So she married Peter Allen in 1967. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. She was introduced to Peter. So he was Aussie. Yes, one of mine. (laughs) I'll take that. Yes, I'll take that. Yes, he's one of mine. And he was a prodigy of Judy Garland. So 67, uh, they got married. Then obviously they divorced in 1974. This is what Liza says about their time together. I married Peter and he didn't tell me he was gay. (laughs) (laughs) They never do. This is fucking hard. You gotta ask. It is heartbreaking though. It was the 60s, man. It was tough. So she continued. She says, everybody knew but me. And I found out. Well, let me put it this way. I'll never surprise anybody coming home as long as I live. I call <laughs> oh, first. Liza. Oh. oh, I bet there's a lot of love there. There, Peter. Peter loved Liza, and Liza loved Peter, just not in that way. But also, even the laziest of psychologists would go, "Well, yes, you've married your father, and that yeah. has played out exactly <laughs> how your brain wanted that to play out. You married oh, the gay man, Liza. and he is yes. I mean, this is this is all very basic stuff here. Yeah, one on one. So, so yeah. they split up, but they. They remained good friends and he yeah, passed away in, in the 90s and she you know she said very sweet words about them they always stayed in each other's life so they divorced also, peter allen is just ex- like, sorry to interrupt there but he was fucking extraordinary he, he sort of like, anytime i watch any clips of his stuff like I, and like the boy from oz is amazing but he is also just one of those talents that is Another one, like, I can't get over how many mind-boggling talents came out all at the same time mm. in that in that particular patch of history. You're like, oh, that's another one of the most talented singer, dancer, performer, but, you know. Sorry, I just interrupted to say that just no, because she, I am, I am a got, huge fan. She Lies has, has good, good taste. taste. She's got good she taste. She does. Yeah. She does. No, well, we will see. actually we'll David Guest. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to set it up for later. Jeez. <laughs> 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So that in 1974, she gets married for the second time to producer and director Jack Haley Jr. So again, son of, son son of, son of, Chantal, who do you think he's the son of? Jack Haley. Is it a Bill Haley? Nice nice try. I think that's a tough question. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think. Yeah, it is a tough question. So his dad, Jack Haley, was the tin man in The Wizard of Oz. Oh, I always fancy the Tin Man. He had a good um, he had good nose, good bone structure. I always mm. thought he was a bit of a looker. Mm. And good I think this is something so innocent and like rom- you just knew she loved that idea. So bear in mind that her mother died five years before this marriage takes place. So just imagine like the rom- the romance of it. You know, her mother was Dorothy, his dad was the Tin Man. There's something the very man. very sweet about it. Yeah, I feel like this is a, a human who's never been properly held and caught in any sort of emotional crisis and uh, sort of fishing around the cinematic history, sort of going, that feels like a home, maybe? Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking. So then they get divorced in 1979, but again, stay on very good terms. Then in 1970, so she goes from marriage to marriage. Then she, in She does, di- I like it. She doesn't waste any time. She does not waste time. She gets married to sculptor and stage manager, manager Mark Jero, and they stay together until 1992. How many wow. years? How many years is that one? That's, that's the like longest. Yeah, so that's like 13 years. Oh, okay. That's That's the longest of all of them, right? And that's the very much the one that's kept out of the spotlight. He doesn't. There's very little press. It's very boring. Boring. <laughs> yeah, go on. We just sculptor, and so it's good, good with his hands. Yes, hopefully she's she satisfied. Nice. Do we so, know why they broke up or unimportant? Just they privately split. It's I probably think... not in the spotlight enough. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Basically, was I'm just wondering was he gay as well? That's what yeah. I'm trying to find out. I don't <laughs> think he's he... meet her ex husband. It doesn't, according to the internet, he was, he, he, that wasn't the issue. So, I reckon she just needed, she needed to get back in the spotlight. It'd drive a person like that mad. Yeah, totally. Quiet life with a sculptor? No thanks. Uh, I mean, sculptors, that, there's something so like 1980s film, isn't there? About Mar- Mar- it's very good. You said he was a sculptor. I just presumed he was an asshole because they're always yeah. assholes in films. They're always pretentious <laughs> assholes. No one's, ever, no one's ever a funny sculptor. No. Okay, so... Meanwhile, in 1953, a little kid called David Guest has been born. So we don't know as much about David Guest's dating back catalogue as we do about Liza. Just that he grew up in California. His dad was in investments. And as a teenager, he hung out with a little kid. You may have heard of him, Michael Jackson. He had his first girlfriend at 17, Latoya Jackson. Oh, Um, (laughs) okay. Um, he was a, a manager, a music manager, and then he got into producing specials because that's his big uh, speciality, sort of producing big sort of comeback, live shows, televised concerts, that sort of thing. So Guest and Manelli first meet each other in the 80s at a Frank Sinatra concert, but 
maybe they're <sighs> different times in their life. So they sort of Don't... go, meet, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They head in a different direction. But then they are reintroduced in 2001 by Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. And cool, I trust cool, cool. that guy when it comes to dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is... A... <laughs> I didn't realise that they met the year they got... I'm sorry, reintroduced, whatever, the year they got married. Mm. I knew it was fast. I didn't know it was that fast. I mean, well, there, there's a lot. There's a lot. It's it's very much, we're entering the montage stage of their the relationship. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Also, there is an age gap there, isn't there? Is there not? There's so, a, so there, yeah, there's like a, she's, I think, nine years older than him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was more yeah. than that. Oh, okay. At the time, Minelli was suffering from medical problems. She had weight problems. And obviously, during a lot of this period, she's struggling with substance abuse, depression, you know, she's got, she's got things going on. She's got a lot of things going on. So this is how uh, David describes them meeting each other. He said, Jackson wanted Minelli to sing. Jackson was having this big concert. I didn't want her, he said. I was adamant. But Michael said, you got every one of your wishes. So I said, let's send my conductor and see if she can sing. My conductor calls me and he said, she can really sing, but she's big. She's really big and she sweats and she walks with a walker. Imagine fucking David Guest going, well, let's see if Liza can sing. Let's see if Liza Minnelli can sing. Piece of shit. (laughs) So he calls round to her house just to check how she is, you know, if she's good enough to appear on the Michael Jackson special. I went (laughs) to the door I didn't look at the body. I looked at those eyes and that nose. And a week later, we were living together. Oh. Wow. Oh. Can I just quickly ask, if you had to request Liza Minnelli sings any Michael Jackson song on a, on a special, which song would you like to see Liza Minnelli wheeled out to sing? Dirty Diana. Oh, nice. That's a mess. That's a hot mess. <laughs> right. I would yeah. say Man in the Mirror because I feel she would turn into this, like, Epic, yeah. she'd cry. Oh, yeah, it'd be incredible. Do you know what? I'm going to say Thriller. Imagine her oh, doing Thriller. Thriller would be good. <laughs> thriller would oh, be real my good. God, that, just that, the, the, the alto voice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and she'd okay, do the dance okay. moves. She'd have fun with the kids. She would. She would. She would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry, continue. Sorry. So he's, so this again, Dave Guest talking about this this time. She was 249 pounds. I put her on a diet. She lost oh. 140 pounds. Let's just say that was the golden period. Oh. <laughs> the golden period when I when I have her on a diet, which I guarantee was supplement based, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already thinking he's, he laced her dinner with a tapeworm. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think this is quite telling. The next thing he says is, I could see that there was a little girl who needed to be loved I fell for her right away. Mm, he's sounding pretty gay right now. <laughs> yeah. That's not how straight guys talk about nah, nah, a certain type of straight man. But, yeah, but not this yeah. one. <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. So apparently within 48 hours, the couple had said to each other, I love you. Jeez Louise, oh my god, what are they on Love is Blind? Oh my love god. It. I imagine that it, imagine, oh, far out, that'd just be incredible to watch. I think I'm falling in love with you. I think I'm falling in love with you. You mad son of a bitch, I'm falling in love with you. <laughs> Wait a minute. You two, crazy son of a gun. 
<laughs> I bet she said something like, God damn it, I hate you. I'm falling in love with you, David. Yes! <laughs> and then he said, you're a real pistol, aren't you? <laughs> you're a real pistol, fatso, but me too. <laughs> you got spunk. I like spunk, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so Liza says she was smitten. She decided because of his love to get well. And she, she said at the time, I'm the kind of woman who can only go so far without somebody saying, come on, you can make it. And that's what David did. He said, you can do anything. So he was supportive <laughs> Except about eight. her weight loss. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you can do anything. You can do it. You don't need to eat. You don't need that. Yeah, you can just feast on our love. That's all you need. So as I said, a week later, they're living together. Then in December, David proposes with a 3.5 carat Tiffany Diamond. That same month, Minelli relapses. Yikes. Yeah. So she goes into treatment and then she says, I have a man who loves me. I thrive in it. I'm alive. I nearly died, but now I'm dancing my buns off. Oh, these people are just, (laughs) they should not be allowed out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm I'm just a gal in love. I've got a guy who thinks I'm swell. If there's one thing I know, I know that love can fix anything. (laughs) Oh, yep, yep, love's going to fix this. Yep. So uh, so you mentioned a time machine uh, earlier, Sarah. What we'd like to do at this portion, while while a couple are at their height, you get a phone call, and it's not just a phone call, it's a time machine. And it's Liza and David, they're in town for just one night. And you're going out in the town. What do you imagine? Mm -hmm. A night out in the town with Liza and David. Okay, so we go to, is it Radio City Hall? Is that what it's called? Radio City Music Hall, yeah. Yeah. Radio City Music Hall, okay. And I'm only saying that because I remembered watching a documentary about her and she had a show coming up. And for the week, I love this story, for the week leading up to it, she lay down in the room and just fell asleep in all these different patches in the room to get really comfortable and inhabit it and not be afraid because it was so huge. So she'd be like lying down in all these different areas of the audience. Anyway, look, that's not important. <laughs> oh. we'd, go and see, we'd go and see Liza. Yeah. And then afterwards we'd go for supper at the Russian Tea Room. Definitely. And Yeah, yeah. And we'd walk in and be like Sidney Pollack and Dustin Hoffman and he'd be like punking John Voight, you know, like his Tootsie. Mm. And he'd trick John Voight. He'd be like, it's me. <laughs> it's me. It's Dustin. I'm going to win the Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm kind of 20 years out of whack with the time scale of all this. <laughs> And uh, we'd have dinner there and then we'd end up back at, oh, whose house would we end up back at? Maybe mm. Grace, Grace Jones's house for some drinks in the evening. Yeah. Uh, and then, then we'd hit the Coke and we'd go on a Coke binge and we'd be absolutely nosebleed high like within 36 hours and then we'd all go back in. We'd go separately into rehab and we'd all get better. And then how, when does the story stop? Because I will keep... <laughs> I mean, it's meant to be. Also, it was one night when they were together in the two thousands. Every time was in, everyone's from the eighties. I'm into it. I, <laughs> I like it better. I have been on Google all day, all day, like twelve hours of Liza Google. It's a great night out. This and, and it goes for a long time. I see time. a movie. <laughs> this could be a talkie. <laughs> I see a lot of like David very earnestly telling Liza, "You look beautiful. 
you look beautiful yeah. and her getting really yeah. serious and like do i do i oh i don't know i don't know and you'd have to go you look you've never looked more beautiful yeah and then he'd kiss her on the mouth in a way that made everyone <laughs> sick yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he'd, he'd make do a one of show those... of like he'd make yeah. a show of doing it in front of people like kissing her every time yeah. they walk into yeah. your room yeah. he'd like applaud her small hand to the small of her back and then make a big deal of kissing her on the mouth yeah. in front yeah. of you once they could all see very michael jackson and priscilla at the music awards yes it, it it is up there in the top five worst public kisses of all time it's worth yeah. a google listeners it's worth a google mm-hmm. them kissing is uh it's a master class in how not to kiss mm. uh, it's like their mouths are like fighting each other <laughs> uh, so Sarah you watched the documentary Ruby Wax of them mm. in their their dating pomp phase what was your favorite moment from it the fish and chip shop the fish and Liza Minnelli and also the fact that they were both wearing that sort of sculpting makeup where they they finished their foundation at the jawline oh, yes. they did but that weird jawline thing yeah they did the jawline thing but I think he was doing it too Oh I'm, yeah, his yeah. is way worse as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they stopped the foundation in in a line to make mm. the appearance of a distinction between chin and neck. And they went into a fish and chip shop, and they were just so on. And I remembered, like, when I was watching, I haven't seen it since it came out, but I remembered thinking, of course, if if you're Liza Minnelli and you can comfortably do a fifteen thousand seat, you can do Madison Square Gardens. You can't take that human being and put them in a fish and chip shop and expect them to be normal or know how yeah. to be. She's she's not one of us. Yeah. You know, it is very yeah. Judy Garland, Mickey Rooney, circa yeah. nineteen thirty eight, but it's yeah. in a chip shop in. Did yeah. she start singing? London. Yeah, she does. She does. And then she's like, I'll get behind the counter. And then she's like pretending to work behind the counter. I can completely imagine this. Yeah. I don't think these people are built for life. They're not built for life as as we know. That's the, you know, they are exceptional human beings. Mm. Well, speaking of exceptional human beings, we finally got to the most famous wedding in world history. So (laughs) this was after 18 months of being together. Yeah, 18 months, a year and a half. There's yeah. 850 guests. That's smaller than I thought. That's actually less. That's smaller. I thought it'd be bigger. So Liza wore a Bob Mackie, a Bob Mackie gown. Of course she um, fucking did. She had two matrons of honour, Elizabeth Taylor and our cabaret co-star Marissa Berenson. Then uh, David had two best men, Michael and Tito Jackson. <laughs> They had 13, 13 <laughs> bridesmaids, including Petula Clark, Mia Farrow, Janet Leigh, Gina Lollabridge, Esther Williams, Shaka Khan, and iconically, Martin McCutcheon. Oh, that was my favourite part of Martin McCutcheon. Explain, how did she get an invite? What's going on? Martin's so, a very charming girl. So apparently yeah, they'd sh- met sure. at a nightclub, they got on really well, and then in an interview she was like, yeah, me and Liza Minnelli just became best friends. The singer Maya was also a bridesmaid. She had said she'd only met Minnelli twice before the wedding. She said everyone was dressed in diamonds and furs. It was incredible. I think Liza just like in, just invited like the last thirty people she saw yeah. <laughs> to, to yeah. be her bridesmaid. Give yeah. me Maya. I saw her last week. Give me that Maya yeah. girl. And I was like, who the fuck are you? You don't know Maya. She'll be a bridesmaid. No one's gonna say no. She'll, okay. And they all just turned up. <laughs> this is excellent. I feel like Liza walked through Blockbuster Video and went, <laughs> that person, that person. <laughs> 
Uh, someone in my movie. Yeah, yeah, them. Uh, cabaret, that one. It was that movie. Yeah, yeah, her. Oh, my God. I think I, I still am like, Marty McCutcheon being a bridesmaid at this wedding. I'll never forget it. It's incredible. Yeah, that is. That's a real. She'll achievement. always have that story. Martine will always have that story. She will die with the story of being her bridesmaid. You can't top it. So well done, Martine. Yeah, yeah. So during the ceremony, after saying "I do," Minelli declared, "Davish, you don't even have to live life without me." While her husband replied, "Can I kiss you then?" Uh, and then, yep. this is how various people describe this kiss. <laughs> The viewers, Joy Bahar, said he sucked her lips right out of her face. And then another guest at the wedding said, I have been to many weddings, but I have never seen a kiss like that before. Who was that? And who was that? Who was that? Uh, Who was that? I think it might be uh, the 900th president of the United States, Mr. Donald J. Trump. There Mr. You Donald Trump. He knows a wedding. It comes to something if your behaviour offends Donald Trump. Donald that guy, Trump. I mean, that guy has set the bar for what is considered offensive. Oh. And even he turned away in horror. He went, gee, that's a bit much. Yeah, God, guys, guys. <laughs> they did a big exclusive, obviously, for OK, uh, mm-hmm. for, the, for the wedding, and they planned to adopt four children. That's so healthy. <laughs> David Guest said, Liza is going to be the gracious mother you've ever met. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why are they both so bonkers? Yeah. Cut your teeth, oh, get, cut your teeth on getting a fish. That's <laughs> how that goes. Don't just start with four children. Yeah, seriously. Keep a plant alive. It's like, it's like AA. Keep a plant alive for a year. Right. And see yeah. where you're at. Yeah. Start with a succulent and then build up from Work there too. <laughs> Maybe adopt one child. Yeah, try one. So um, this was a very, you know, their whole thing. It was so intense. It was so big. And it wasn't just that they were married. He was her manager and he was very, she was promoting. She was having a comeback. She was Mm. uh, having a new tour. She released a new album. But I remember, like, I remember when these two were together, this was all happening. Everybody was so cynical about it. And there was just, that maybe I really wanted them to last. Like, I really was like, I just want, because they seemed so, everything was just so, like, naive. And, like, there Mm. were, like, two theatre kids getting married. And I think I just, I really, really wanted it to work. There was something well matched about them because they were both so crackers. Yes, yes. But also I think when you sort of go, this looks like a duck, sounds like a duck, walks Mm. like a duck, it's probably a duck. Yeah. Your brain does kind of delight in the possibility, maybe it's not a duck. Yeah, yeah. Maybe against all evidence, two lunatics can actually love each other and make it work. But this was exactly what it looked like. This was absolutely what it looked like. Uh, As we saw uh, within 16 months, I think is the time. Well, well, so as they got married, uh, you know, there was a lot of like, p- people struggled to take them seriously as a couple. Elton John joked at the time, he was asked, what would he do if he had like a million pound? Or <laughs> a million pound, I'm sure he's got more than a million pound. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, he joked, if he had a lot of money, he would buy Liza a heterosexual husband. Oh, Elton, Elton. he's such a bitch. Oh, oh, he knows, he knows though. I mean, he Thanks knows. Thanks to no one. He knows, yeah. And sadly, he knew something wasn't quite right because in July 2003, they announced their separation. 
So, yeah. What did they give us the reason? I actually forget what they... Was there well, one? It was just it good old irreconcilable. Spicy. What happens afterwards is Guest quite quickly alleges that Manelli was rough with him that she would go into these alcohol induced rages during their marriage and that he would attack her he said on stage don't go near her she's the best performer in the world but when alcohol comes in start running because there's a demon there and it goes back to her childhood can i say what what i i I don't want to sort of spoil but he also was a secret he had a massive gambling habit as well. So oh, did he? Did he? I didn't see yeah. that. Yes. So I mean, I'm I'm putting two and two together here and going. He walked away from this marriage, going, this could be quite litigious. This is just what I'm assuming from what mm-hmm. I read that uh, he walked away and he he did have secret debts and he's like, I got to go raise sure some I don't money lose here. That money. Got to get some money here. Yeah. And then the, allegedly, the accusation. Allegedly. All allegedly, well, but allegedly, yeah, he he, he was a gambler. Apparently, he was a gambler. Yeah. So so he says, you know, in accusations that he was a gold digger, he said that it was ridiculous. I put up the first two nights for the concert, Liza's back, thinking if you can pack them for the first two nights, by the time the reviews come out, she'll be able to sell tickets. At the time, he said, I didn't care. It was it's my wife. Nobody, nobody would have done that for somebody unless they loved them. I'm going to interject here and say that uh, I've been a live performer for like 20 years. I've never done any promoting. But if you said, Sarah, do you reckon you can promote Liza Minnelli's upcoming shows? <laughs> Even I could make money out of that. You don't have to be an impresario to <laughs> sell tickets to fucking Liza Minnelli's live show. Oh, what a genius. He packed them in after two nights. I know. People are going to fucking remortgage their home to go and see that. <laughs> It's not like an Edinburgh preview in Leicester. I was just going to say, it's like, it's like he's outside flyering for some reason. He's, like, he's acting like he discovered Andy Kaufman or something. <laughs> She'd been Hollywood royalty her whole life and you were like, yes, well, I was so clever I could sell tickets to her live show. <laughs> Manelli, in return, alleged that Guest tried to poison her. He, literally tried, or does she mean like mentally poison or she mean literally i think like literally poison? like he literally tried to poison her okay then guest <laughs> he kind he of put strychnine in my cherry <laughs> there is something very old school it's so it? old school yeah. you know she it's meant incredible. like strychnine or cyanide or something it's like what are you talking about yeah. <laughs> my eyeball tastes kind of squiffy <laughs> I know Webs it's meant to be crazy, but not this crazy. <laughs> Gals, I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh, I could do this all then night. He, <laughs> Our producer counters- hates us, but I could do this all night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> then guest counterseed again said that Manelli had gave him herpes. You mean metaphorically though? Or actual herpes. <laughs> is, this, is this like the poisoning thing? Like, do you mean do you mean literally? I don't think you can spend that much time yes. at Studio Fifty Four and, and not have something. some have, have some STI. I would still sleep with Liza Minnelli. I just go, well, yeah, I'll take the hit. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. If you don't have herpes, have you really been to have Studio Fifty Four? Right? Have you lived? Have you lived? That's what I'm saying. Have you done it with the horse at Studio 54? <laughs> That's right. And not walked away with equine herpes? I don't think so. It's worth a cold sore if you ask me. 
<laughs> so this is what guest said uh, so finally the divorce uh, proceedings dragged out until 2017 when it was finalized jeez a guest said about this in 2004 i will always love her would we still be together if she hadn't started drinking again absolutely does that mean he misses her not at all it was a period the liza and david period Nah, none of this is sounding normal. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Is that how you describe like ex relationships? Yeah, oh yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyone? Also, anyone who goes, I'll always be in love with them. I'm like, you never loved them in the first place. Totally. No one breaks. No one breaks up and says that. You can you can no. think fondly of them, or they always have. I always care for them, but not, I'll always be in love with them. That's ah. a really weird way to talk about an ex. Yeah, especially after a, what thirteen year long separation battle. You were in love with her so much that you fought every tooth and nail and gourd to try and get everything. While she was in a wheelchair with encephalitis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. you showed that's a lot. Love. Of, that's a lot of care that you've shown for her. Yeah. yeah. Well, Liza never really spoke about her marriage after the divorce. Like, mm. would not speak about it. And in lots of interviews, they tried to bring it up and she would just change the subject, wouldn't talk about him. What she did say in an interview in 2012, if you even hear I'm getting married, hit me over the head and take me out of there. <laughs> Why can't she talk? Like, I just love... That's... There's so There's many... fun in that. Get me out of there. And you know, everything she says is followed with that raspy cackle she has. Every single sentence is followed with that. Yeah, and then she'd break into a spiritual. And then she breaks into song, yeah. Get out of your troubles, come on, get happy. (laughs) (laughs) She tap dances away. Just relentless, utterly relentless. Smack me over the head with one of my Oscars. (laughs) We're waiting for the judgment day. (laughs) Oh, God, I just... I want to inhale her. Oh, God. I want to do a line of Liza. Same. (laughs) So I think we are heading towards the big question of the podcast. Mm. And call me, call me psychic. I've been known, (laughs) I've been known to feel things in my water. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a feeling which way this is going to fall. I but... think I know which answer Sarah's going to give us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are we going to proceed? I mean... <laughs> we have to, we have to. We have to follow tradition, sure. as Liza would want us to. Sure. In every split, yes. there is somebody that you're you're really happy has got out of it, and there's somebody that you're like, oh, I hope they're okay. You're, is there somebody who you think have come into their best self afterwards, and you think somebody has left their best self behind? So in the great split mm. between Liza Minnelli and David Guest, who thrived and who simply survived. Okay, here's how we're going to do this. I'm on stage and a shaft of light comes down on me, right? <laughs> And I'm wearing like a hat, like a trill, like Bob Fosse hat, you know, a yeah. trilby. And then I, I sort of slink over to David Guest and I go, bye, <laughs> bye, my leave farewell. My- you get where this is going, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's how we're going to do it. 
And uh, he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He only survived. Although I can't, I, I think something, I think we have to give some lip service mm. to, thanks to this marriage happening, we did get David Guest in Celeb Big Brother, which was <laughs> incredible. It was it amazing. It gave us one of the most iconic moments when David Bowie died and his ex-wife said David died, the other David, mm. all that stuff. It was mm. very important. It had not been for this marriage and this wedding Probably not for them. If they hadn't broken up, I don't think he'd have been in there. It was really important. So we must give him his his, his due. That's that true. Was a, that was an amazing pop culture moment. And these are two kooks. Let's not kid ourselves. Totally two little two. eccentrics. As you would say, granted, two odd socks. Two little odd socks. Yes. And it would, it was, they were never maybe, love that bright and pure. It, it's never going to last long, but it feels like, you know, obviously he's passed away, but he had, you know this last decade where he really felt like he got the attention and the spotlight that you know he would never have had haven't been for lies and he seemed very you know happy and he was in celebrity big brother and he was in the i'm a celebrity mm-hmm. so you know he had a lovely little epilogue yeah it's very true exactly thanks to this time together all that hanging out with michael jackson didn't do it for him all it took was finally marrying lies and he got what he wanted it's true. And he did come across well in his final he decade. Did. He, he did. To give credit, like, you know, if you sort of go all humans have the potential for growth, there did seem to be a something about him that did seem to come across well and, and, and sort of land with the British public, certainly. Mm. But still, Liza is the winner. Oh, boy. Liza. Bye. I mean, which one is still alive? Do you know what I'm saying? So she is literally thriving. So we've been speaking a lot about legends. We've got a final question for you that involves a personal uh, favourite legend of the podcast. Another legend. Not not dissimilar to uh, Miss Liza Minnelli. She has been mentioned already. Um, but she's unbelievably also a single lady. And we, as we always say, we don't think that she necessarily needs somebody, that she just deserves to be loved. Gender is not an issue. Whether the person is taken is not an issue. None of these things matter. But can you, Sarah, can you think of someone who you think is up to the standards of the one, the only, Cher? Oh, Oh, that's really hard. I mean, it could be Liza. <laughs> Just saying, she's right there. <laughs> I know, but that feels like it's not a good too, answer. Yeah, it feels no. too. It feels like two magnets. They would repel. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, I mean, Nicolas Cage. I mean, uh, it's not the most creative answer, but it's not a wrong answer, though. It's. Uh, I like that because I feel like they're both. They've known each other a long time. Yeah, and they and were fucking they've... amazing in Moonstruck. <gasps> Chemistry city between those two. But also, I feel like he's sort of come out the other end of his stardom, and he's now entering that phase where he can do the ironic nod to the previous version of Nicolas Cage, yeah. and that's sort of where Cher got to, where she was doing ironic nods to public share. Sure. So there does feel to there, there does feel like there is some sort of confluence in how their stardom has evolved. It's just very hard to not come up with the name of a gay man, really. Uh, I know. Well, uh, as we say, you can have a gay man. But, you know, oh, yeah, I think... but I want her to get some. You know. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I, I would like. You don't she... want her to go through what Liza went through. Well, yeah, and she doesn't. Yeah. Se- she doesn't seem to be gay or bi. So I'm like, well, if she's straight, then I would like her to have have a man who wants to and have that physical. There. Yeah, I and. Oh, look, I know it's not the most creative answer I've given, but I'm looking at all the, uh, like, I'm, I'm sort of thinking about the other people who've been, I just, it feels like a good, but then it's because of No, it's Moonstruck. good. I'm into it. No, Don't stress no, so much. Good. I have it's a bad good. feeling I Sarah's like going to call us like four in the morning. I thought it's someone better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I know. I, yeah. I, I don't know why I'm thinking that it has to be a similar age either. Like, you know, this is a, I'm showing no flexibility of thought here. It's, you've done very well. You, I mean, besides, we've you, been through a lot with, uh, with Liza and, and David today. Mm, I've exhausted myself. I'm spent. One. I've got nothing left. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this, though, Sarah. We do appreciate it. We've left you sort of as deflated, it seems like. Yeah, I don't think I've done a good job. <laughs> you have. She'd be Kurt Cage. Exactly, Sure Cage. It'd be great. She'd finally get the last name. Sarah, where can our listeners find you? Have you got anything coming up? that uh, you're excited about no i have nothing good on the horizon um but thanks for highlighting that at the end of thanks i crashed it on my answer and now we've just we're just telling the listener i've not really got much going on uh, well you've got your show on sky i've got my show on sky uh afraid uh which which can be watched and i'm uh, i'm back gigging i'm doing a lot of gigs at the moment um, where can we find your gigs? Where can they find out information on well, your Well, I don't gigs? know. When does this go out? It'll be going out probably in about three weeks. Yeah, look, I'll, I'll tweet stuff. I tweet about gigs that I have coming up. Twitter, a little website called Twitter. Yeah, you might have, <laughs> you might have heard of it. Little little Elon Musk side hustle called Twitter. <laughs> if Kanye West hasn't bought it, yeah. by then, <laughs> check out Twitter. Oh, jeez. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush, so email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks so much to Audio Boom for hosting and thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The The way they were. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.